podcast, past, present and future, here to watch you while you're sleeping whilst cradling our bulging sacks of goodies. Yes, this is, of course, Liquor and Lyrics, the podcast that takes a good, hard look at the lyrics of some of the biggest artists of all time, and Chaz and Dave. We've covered some absolute classics, but it's time for a change of pace as we enter the Yuletide period. I'm Nick, and joining me, as always, never mind Good King What's-His-Face looking down upon the Feast of Stephen, it's Good King Dan looking down upon the Feast of another podcast. Plus the train of things a bit there. It's Dan. Hello, Dan. You all right? Hello. Hello. Much like sort of the, the panic of Christmas shopping, you lost sort of where you were at then and got yourself in a muddle, didn't you? That was the equivalent of me running around quality save at, at like 6pm <laughs> on Christmas Eve. It's Christmas anyway. It's, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. To celebrate, I've, I've got Christmas crackers, Dan. Ooh, I can hear a thing. Word, I can hear any of that. That hasn't been picked up by the mic, I'm afraid. For some reason, your mic is very reluctant to pick up high-pitched or low-pitched noises. It just picks up. Like, if you ever go high-pitched, it just completely vanishes your voice. It's very strange. Yeah, it's, it's, it's made my uh, it's made my sex tape a real disaster. I tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what made it a disaster. There you go. Got, got my hat on. Don't fit, as they, they rarely do. Yeah, that's, that's, that doesn't fit. That doesn't fit massively doesn't fit that's the worst i've ever seen i think there's a, there's a joke in it though go on <laughs> what kind of music are balloons afraid of hop music dan very witty very witty good well what are we doing? We should, as it's christmas probably say, well obviously we're doing a christmas song we said last week but one of our first of of a few festive songs isn't it tonight and we're doing do they know it's Christmas by Band Aid? Charity song. Our first charity song. I'm Potentially right. our last. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a band-aid. But, but before we talk about that song anymore, shall we uh, talk about the drinks? Alcohol. Alcohol. As it's the first one, we've got a special thing that we'll announce at the end of next week's episode that we're planning for the, the third Christmas song, the Christmas song that will land on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or whenever it is, whatever day it is. We're We've got a special one for that. So this week, I've got. I thought I'll kick off the festive period with my favourite cocktail, which people from the first series will remember as an first episode will remember as an espresso martini, but with a Christmas slant on it. So I've added standard espresso martini, shot of espresso. I go for bourbon on this one. So fifty ml bourbon, hundred ml bourbon actually, hundred ml bourbon, <laughs> Kahlua, sugar syrup, nutmeg and cinnamon to it, as well as some um, sprinklings of chocolate on top, chocolate powder, which was the uh, the dark chocolate. What's it called? It begins with B. I can't remember what it's called now. Bourneville. Bourneville. Sprinkling of Bourneville on top, yeah, and a cinnamon stick, and it is very boozy. I'm not, I don't think I prefer it to a standard espresso martini, to be honest. The nutmeg and the cinnamon hasn't 
really improved it that much, but getting me drunk, Nick. It's Christmas. Christmas, isn't it? I mean, we're recording this on November 9th, so it's very much not Christmas, but it's Christmas. Oh. All intents and purposes. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to carry on drinking from now until Christmas after this, I think. <laughs> Why not? We've, you know, the pod's kind of pod's led us here, so we are slaves I've... to our commitment to this podcast. So we shall drink. We, we are indeed. Yes, yes. Well, I've um, I've gone for the the Christmas classic. I've got the first snowball of the season. Ah, you see, what is a snowball, Nick? A snowball is. I'm not, I'm not going to piss around with measures. No, no one needs measures. If you don't know what Advocar is. Boozy custard, basically. Splash of splash of lime juice, and then top it up with lemonade. Give it a good old mix, otherwise it'll curdle. Is that what that is? Ooh, is That's it nice? I've never had it. I thought you'd yeah. gone for like some kind of milky con- Christmas concoction, right? No, no, I've had enough milky. Advocar. Never had a snowball. Never had one in my life. Have you never had a snowball? I've ne- never seen Advocar in my life. What, what's the What's the alcohol? Well, that's the problem with Advocar. This would be, <laughs> be my drink for all year round, but it's only like 20% Advocar. Would it be such a bad addition to pour rum or vodka into that? I'm glad you asked, because I've I've dropped a splash of gin. In <laughs> oh, gin, okay. Is it nice? I'll, I'll let you know in about half an hour, once, once, mm. once, the, uh, once the boozy custard settles. Shall we do some information on this classic charity track? Oh, I sound like Simon Mayer. Do They Know It's Christmas is a charity song written in 1984 by Bob Geldof and Midge Yur to raise money for the 1983 to 85 famine in Ethiopia. So just two years, was it? <laughs> Solved it, did they, after two years? <laughs> That's weird. What a weird timestamp to put on it. It's all fine now. It was first recorded by Band Aid, a supergroup assembled by Geldof and Yor. <laughs> Sound that sounds like sort of a Marvel film, doesn't it? Yeah. Consisting of popular yeah. British assemble. <laughs> Consisting of popular British and Irish musical acts. It was recorded in a single day, you surprise me, at Sam West Studios in Notting Hill, London, in November nineteen eight. It entered the UK singles chart at number one and stayed there for five weeks, becoming the hailed Christmas number one that we all want. It sold a million copies in the first week, becoming the fastest selling single in UK chart history. It held this title until 1997 when it was overtaken by Elton John's Candle in the Wind. UK sales passed three million on the last day of 1984. That's what I've always said, that Ellen John hates African kids. The song also reached number one in 13 other countries. The success led to several other charity singles, such as We Are The World and spin-off charity events, such as Comet Relief, when we really do have a lot to thank Bob Geldof for then, don't we? It was re-recorded and re-released in 1989, 2004 and 2014. All three reached number one in the UK, original, uh, sorry, performers, sorry, on the original. You've got Robert Cool Bell from Cool and the Gang, Bono, of course, Pete Briquette from the Boomtown Rats, Adam Clayton, U2, Phil Collins, Chris Cross from Ultravox, Simon Crow, the Boomtown Rats, Sarah Dallin from Bananarama, Siobhan Fahey, Bananarama, Johnny Fingers, the Boomtown Rats, <laughs> Bob Geldof, Post Malone's bodyguard, <laughs> Boy George, Glenn Gregory, Tony Hadley, John Keeble, Gary Kemp. 
Nick Rhodes, Francis Rossi, Sting, Paul Weller, Karen Woodward, Paul Young. And uh, additional spoken messages on the B-side from Paul McCartney and David Bowie. Yeah. I'd rather... I'd to be on the actual song, thank you. No, we'll I'll send be. you a big check and I'll do a B-side. <laughs> and the 1989 version consisted of Banana Rama, Big Fun, Bross, Kathy Dennis, D-Mob, Jason Donovan, Kevin Godley, Glenn Goldsmith, Kylie Minogue, the Passa Denise, Chris Ray, Cliff Richard, Jimmy Sutherville, Jimmy Sutherville, Sonia, Lisa, just in case you thought I said someone else, Lisa Stansfield, Tech, I was surprised he wasn't all over this though, Technotronic, Wet, 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 and Luke Goss did the drums, <laughs> and Chris Ray was on guitar. 2004 version, the Tim Wheeler from Ash, Daniel Beddingfield, Natasha Beddingfield, Bono, Busted, Chris Martin, Dido, although she performed separately from a studio in Melbourne, Dizzy Rascal, the only artist to ever add lyrics to the song, uh, Ms. Dynamite, Sky Edwards, Estelle, Feeder, Neil Hannon, Justin Hawkins, Jamelia, Tom Chaplin, Tim Rice, Oxley, Beverly Knight, Lamar, Shaznay Lewis, Katie Melua, Roisin Murphy, Snow Patrol, Rachel Stevens, Josh Stone, Sugar Pabes, The Frills, Turing Breaks, Robbie Williams performed separately from a studio in Los Angeles, Will Young and Fran Healy from Travis. Musicians were Danny Goffey from Supergrass on the drums, Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead on the guitar, Dan, Ho- uh, Dan Hawkins with The Darkness on guitar, Justin Hawkins on guitar, Paul McCartney on bass guitar, and Tom York on piano. Additional personnel on the 2014 one, uh, sorry, 2004 one, Damon Albarn as the T-Boy, Bob Geldof, organiser, as always. Neil Godrick, producer, and Midjor again, although executive producer, so we did nothing. Uh, 2014, I mean, this is really weird. Bono. So Bono's pretty much on all of them, of course. Bastille, Bono, Alfie Days, Paloma Faith, Guy Garvey, Ellie Golden, Angelique Kidjo, Chris Martin again, Sinead O'Connor, One Direction, Rita Rora, Ollie Mers, Emile Sande. So this is like the my dinner party from hell that I'm describing right sure. now, apart from Guy Garvey. <laughs> and then I'd have Sinead there, to Even be fair. Even then, I won't be asked. So, yeah, yeah it, wouldn't, it wouldn't upset me if it didn't happen. <laughs> if you cancelled no. last minute, I wouldn't be going, i put the pot roast in now. See you. I don't want you to sing One Day Like This Guy. Oh, well, I'm not coming. <laughs> Seal got out of bed for this one. Ed Sheeran, of course. Sam Smith, Joe Sugg, Zoe Sugg, Carl Hyde, Jesse Ware. And I'd say that although we're going to mock the people involved in the original band made, it does show a difference in what was considered good popular music in the 80s compared to now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know which one I'd rather yeah. have out of all of them. So, right, that's all the info you'll ever need on this song. There's probably more, but who cares, eh? Should we do, the, should we do some lyrics of this hit? Smash hit. It's Christmas time. I have to say, the villainy lyric always just give me a little bit of a Christmas chill, a little bit of a. It does. Yeah. It's Christmas it's time. Though, it? Yeah, I like listen to it once. Like, if I just heard it on Christmas Day and that was it, I'd be fine. I'm, by Christmas Day, I'm bored of it. You know what I mean? Like, if I could just have the Christmas songs on Christmas Day, I'd love all of them. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. But by the time Christmas Day like rolls around, I'm bored of them. It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. There is. There is. Right. You didn't grow up on a council estate, I don't think. Top Very head, scary. Making a mess of the Christmas dinner, having to see your family, the inevitable mm. drawn-out cancer death in your soap opera of choice, eating too many nuts and not doing a poo till New Year, falling asleep with your Baileys in your hands so it does that horrible thing where it curdles in the glass. <laughs> Plenty of reasons to be afraid. Change Nana's pads. I'm glad you specified that and we weren't supposed to lead to believe she was still getting a period. (laughs) (laughs) Also, when someone someone says there's no need to be afraid, that's when I worry most. 
when someone uh, someone says to me, oh, "Don't worry, it's fine. You don't need to be afraid." Huh? You didn't need to. It's what? Like, it's like People only say that before they do something, don't they? At Christmas time, we let in light and we banish shade. And if everyone's so in, if everyone, everyone's so into banishing evil at Christmas. Why are we still getting Mrs. Brown's Boys Christmas specials? <laughs> also, banish shade. Sounds a bit kinky, actually, doesn't it? I thought like oh, I think we're going with shade. I did. I did notice from the we, we watched the video for the original. Mm, good point, actually. <laughs> very white, entirely cool white, wasn't it? Cool I think I, that's it. There was quite a few significant black artists in the eighties, wasn't there, Nick? That could have been invited to this. Were any of them available? They were. They <laughs> 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 just didn't get asked. Mm, good point. Good point. But yeah, I thought it sounds a bit kinky, like mm, banish shade. Mm. You know, it could be the name of like a sort of sex dungeon nightclub, you know, the Banished Shade. Like, oh, go to the Banished Shade on a Thursday night. Or, or like a dominatrix, dominatrix name, like written in a phone box in the 80s. Yeah, Banished Shade, number zero, 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 available 9pm till late every night. <laughs> to dress you up as a dog and spank you. Not speaking from experience. <laughs> I didn't think you were until you said that. And in our world of plenty, we can spread a smile of joy. Well, you know what? Thank God, really, because I was worried with this being about famine and poverty, that I wouldn't be able to reflect and to smile on all the nice things that I have. So I'm glad that I am allowed to do that, to go, yep, I've got everything. My life is great. Excellent. I'm going to sit here and smile and laugh about it. Oh, wait, you don't think he means spread it to other people, do you? Or is it like a cheese spread or a butter or something? Smile of joy, butter. Because you spread a lot of like butter at like Christmas. A, a little, little knockoff of anchor or something. Yeah. In, 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 yeah, it's <laughs> a smile of joy. <laughs> and then, throw your arms around the world at Christmas time. Horrible lyrics. Sure. One of the worst I'm, lyrics of all time. I'm happy to do it, though, to be honest, mate. I'm happy with it. Christmas time, I normally need something to hold me up, so I'll throw my arms around anything. <laughs> he doesn't mean metaphorically, right? There's not like a sort of mathematical, like sort of scientific thing he's trying to work out to how you could spread, throw your arms around the entire world, or maybe just hug a globe. But uh, the next line is, "But say a prayer, pray no, for the pray. other ones." Christmas <laughs> about religion. There's, no, there's a time and a place for religion, and Christmas is not it. Now, say a prayer, pray for the other ones. I'm not sure the but is necessary at this point. Now, hear me out, because <laughs> we're already spreading joy and hugging the world at this point. He's already told us that we need to spread joy and hug the world. Message received. But I'd say a but would be there if I wasn't doing that. So if it was like, if the song was like, yeah, enjoy your Christmas and your food and your presents, then it could be like, but remember to say a prayer for the other ones. It's like, yeah, it's taken as red that I'm spreading joy and hugging the world. I was already including the poor ones, Bob. You don't need to tell me again that I need to pray. I'm already doing my bit. You know, just the butt really wound me up when I saw it. <laughs> it really wound me up, that butt. And then the next line is, at Christmas time, it's hard. Oh, After everything I've drunk. <laughs> it no, certainly it, it certainly is after a few egg nogs a few egg knobs yeah well yeah now christmas on a serious note christmas time is hard yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it is very hard for, for some people for some reason not for me but you know for some people um, yeah but but when you're having fun there's a world outside your window i know that i was hugging it remember <laughs> you need to tell me that we're hugging it i'm hugging the world and then bob going remember though again it's another unnecessary reminder that he's put in there at first, he's telling me, uh, he's going, spread the joy. I'm spreading, okay, yep, now I've got the picture, I'm spreading the joy. Smile at everyone, yep, 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 yep. Now hug the world, yep, hugging the world, spreading the joy to everyone in the world, including Africa, Bob, yes, doing that, all that stuff. And he goes, but remember to say a prayer for them. I know, I've, take it as red that I'm saying a prayer for them as well. Okay, I'm doing all this other stuff. And then going, oh, but remember though, when you sip in your mulled wine on the couch, that there's a whole world outside there. Yes, Bob, I've been spreading the joy all year and going around giving out presents in Africa. Hugging people, hugging ill people, putting myself at risk. You should remember that. And now you want to remind me again. Sick of it. Outlander's statement here. I think Bob Geldof's a bit of a patronising cunt. I don't think that's a hot. Don't think it's a hot take at all. I think <laughs> generally agreed. Yeah. Just yeah. And then then Bono kind of took over the mantle, and then Chris Martin. Took, took it over. We're waiting for the next one to come along. There's going to be... Who's the modern equivalent? If they did a Band-Aid now, who'd be the Jared. kind of... No, <sighs> yeah, before I said, no, it would be. Oh, it would be. Oh, no. No, he'd be organising and singing, like Geldof did in the original, right? Just him and a loop pedal. Maybe we should get to it first and beat them to it. A few more listeners. Once our Instagram ads pick up the listeners, we get the cachet to do it. We'll organise it. What what what's the lowest level? Who do you think we could realistically get? Even now, right? Right now, we could message on Instagram. Who do you think we could get to do it if we were doing it now? Right now, me and you. I, what's the I lowest level of celebrity we could get? I think we could get Duncan. No, not Duncan. Um, Anthony Costa from Blue. I reckon we could get. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, by the way. Even I wouldn't get him. <laughs> He'd be ringing us going, can I? No. Yeah, so the next next line, Nick. And it's a world of dread and fear. I mean, no. well, to be honest, there's usually a fucking world of dread and fear on this side of the window as well. It's called my brain, Bono. <laughs> it's called inside my brain. <laughs> also, is everyone's window like... Because they're specifically talking about Africa here, so are all these people that he's talking about living sort of in the in just out looking out the window at famine? It's implying that everyone's got the curtains closed on Christmas Day, which I do. Oh, yeah, I don't want my nan to get in. No. They'll drive her back to the home if we don't answer. Some of the lines in this song are a bit like, a, a, you know, those old school, like, narrated trailers for a shit film. So it'd be like, it's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. In a world of dread and fear came one one one-hit wonder. He doesn't like Mondays. <laughs> Along with his supergroup, one man who doesn't say goodbye, he says, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> what, if it, what if this was like a supergroup, was like a Marvel thing, what would it would be? Sting's power would be the amazing ability to not come for 16 hours. We already know that. We've already established that. What he does is he distracts the uh, sort of the femme fatales and the like, right, quick shag, and then we'll back to being evil but they're like fucking hell once he locks in for 16 hours but what, what, what boy, boy george's power just to ch chain people to the bed and make them listen to the song i imagine <laughs> i don't know it's not really like yeah we should all be more you know nice to people at christmas and think about people that haven't got as much as you but i feel like any decent person already knows that so you don't need to ram it down our throats like this repeatedly 
You know what I mean? You know, I like to try and give money to a homeless shelter at Christmas. Gets one a bed. It's one of my usual Christmas things. That's nice. Yeah, I usually give usually give like I think it's like thirty quid they ask for to get someone a bed for the night for Christmas Day. Yeah, give so, it straight to me this year. <laughs> well, no, because it's my just in case my girlfriend finally kicks me out, then I can uh, <laughs> I've got somewhere to stay. I can knock on and they'll go, "Are you homeless?" I go, "No, but I, I booked in this hotel tonight already." You see it there, thirty pounds. Then I hold. <laughs> this is my room. Um, should you do room service? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the crack is free. So the next line is where the only water flowing is the bitter sting of tears. Ooh, biting, biting. Do do you used to always go on about how they had to walk for ages to get the water? So there's water. Is it just one guy crying in a village like 500 miles away? And they'd be like, guys, guys, uh, he's uh, he's crying in the next village (laughs) over. Do you want to go and collect his tears? My tears don't sting me, I don't think, apart from when I'm cutting onions. Yeah, they're, they're the only sting. I, I can't remember the last time I had tears that stung me. Unless they're talking about Sting. He's always crying, isn't he? Pray for Sting when you're having fun. Pray for Sting having to hold an erection for 16 hours after a full Christmas spread. That's... <laughs> and we'll find out who the real hero is. That three bird roast is really weighing heavy on his stomach. <laughs> Actually, after the 16 hours of sex, there must be enough semen to solve the drought crisis, I'd imagine. Yeah, the only water flowing is the bitter sting <laughs> of Sting's semen. That would be bitter, to be fair. <laughs> that would be... There'll be tears then. And the Christmas bells that ring, there are the clanging chimes of doom. Ooh. No, Not very Christmassy, is it? No, Jesus. I mean... The, I've, I've looked up the uh, the religious demographics in Africa, and it's about a 50-50 split between Christianity and Islam. So you've excluded half of Africa there. Are you excluding them from the money from the song as well? Well, someone had to pay mid-year, didn't they? It's just not very Christmassy, this song. I find, I find it a bit bleak, to be honest. You know, I like Christmas songs to get me in the mood a bit. This one's a bit depressing, isn't it, famine? You do get some bells towards the end. Christmas, when, when how about a bit of Christmas spirit? Yeah, like Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I wouldn't be ringing my Christmas bells if I was in Africa, would I? He's saying and the Christmas bells that ring, the clanging chimes of doom, but I wouldn't be ringing Christmas bells in Africa. I wouldn't be eating my turkey leg. If I was over in Africa, I wouldn't be sat like in two feet away from a starving family going, eating my turkey leg, opening my PlayStation, ringing my Christmas bell, ding, ding, going, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, whoa. Come on, cheer Bloody up. It's Christmas Day. Bike. Fucking hell. Cheer up. It's Christmas Day. I hate this neighborhood. Everyone's miserable. Imagine the poor, na- poor neighbours and you're, you're going past... The poor neighbours have got nothing and you're going past on your brand new bike. Like, Imagine a rich Westerner moving there during the famine and living next to... Just living in a nice house just there in the middle. Just all this famine and then he's just there in the middle. So a nose pipe ban on. Can't get any water. What's going on? <laughs> a brew. <laughs> I bet Sting's wife wishes there was a hose pipe ban on. I just think I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sat. I'd never be. It's just a pointless point. I wouldn't. I'd never be sat two feet away from a starving family. Would I? Actually, now in the current state of Great Britain, <laughs> I might be sat two feet away from. Yeah, oh, political. Yeah. He's gone political. Ooh, everyone quiet on the podcast. He went political. Ooh. <laughs> the next line is the line that I have a massive problem with, for many reasons: performance and <laughs> content. Right. 
Well, thank God. Oh, it's a good... Hey, if they did a modder version, Post Malone, well, tonight, tank God, it's them instead of you. That's what they could have done. <laughs> tank God, it's them instead of you. Could have had old Savage 21 doing his rap. Doing his rap. Perfect. Well, tonight, thank God, it's them instead of you. No. No, because that would be a horrible thing to do, wouldn't it? That would be a horrible thing to do. If I was sat like... Enjoy like a Christmas Day, and everyone's loads of happiness, and and that, and, and I go, well, thank God it's me instead of them. I tell you what, thank God. Imagine that. Imagine you get to heaven and you and it goes weighing up whether you get in or not, and they go, yeah, you're all right. You prayed, Jesus stuff, and you know, a few bad stuff in the seventies, but you know, you know, time and a place. Bit of a uh, bit of a bad one, a bit of a black mark. You did pray to me, saying you thanking me that you had all this and that it was the Africans that were starving and not you. Seems a bit, you know, you didn't have to really do that. You could have just been happy for what you had and not really mention it, but you specifically thanked me for giving AIDS and famine to the Africans and not you and your family, which seems a bit unnecessary and a bit uncalled for, really. Just saying. I, I think I think it's very misjudged because I think it's meant to be sarcasm, but there's been no comedy or sarcasm at any other point in the song. I think it's very funny. <laughs> Thank God you don't have to worry about him, eh? It's like, no, no, it's not the time. Oh, do you think so? Do you think it's like a sarcastic, oh, uh, like, yeah, well, thank God it's you instead of them, eh? Ooh, yeah, enjoy enjoy your Christmas dinner, you twat. Yeah. But Bono doesn't strike oh. me as a man who's adept at sarcasm. I, I don't think I don't think he's well known for his hijinks on the U2 tour bus. I guess them and the way he performs it as well. It's so Bono in it. It's just classic. Like tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Hello, hello. I'm in a place called Africa. There's famine everywhere, <laughs> and there won't be snow in Africa. This the the classic famous line, and there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. This is the continent that has Kilimanjaro. One of the highest mountains in the world. <laughs> Where famously there's snow on top. Not the bit that they're talking about there, Nick. Not the bit. Don't mention that. Least of their concerns, really, isn't it? Whether there's going to be snow. Like, you know, they're dying, there's famine, they've got nothing. They don't, you know, literally got nothing. They've got no food. They're dehydrated. Going, Pfft. you know what? I was actually quite happy with how this year's gone. Really? Yeah, but not now. No, I was expecting snow. This Christmas was forecast. Not happened. Livid. Just not, I don't think they'd be bothered about that being snow there. I mean, we know, again, it's would there be snow anyway in that part, a specific part of Africa, whether there was famine or not? They've like bundled this, happen, this still happens to this day. People bundle the whole of Africa into one. Probably will be snow now with climate change soon. So then this song will be silly. The song will be very we'll, silly then. We'll, yeah, because it cause up until now, this song wasn't silly at all. <laughs> no, it'll look foolish. That's what sealed it. <laughs> it'll ch it'll change soon to a song about climate change. It'll be like, um, and there won't be snow in Great Britain this Christmas time. <laughs> you know what? I was I was I was editing doing a second edit on our um, Every Breath You Take podcast today, Nick, which the listeners will have heard by now, obviously. And I couldn't help but notice when I was listening to it because I listened to this as well before it, making some notes, and then I listened to that, and I thought. I couldn't have noticed that the beat and rhythm and style are very similar in the two songs. I mean, do you reckon, the, do you reckon Sting was just like, yeah, just, this is what I do, just lay that down, I'll be fine. Yep. We've got three weeks to knock this together, lads, and release it. <laughs>
<laughs> well, that Christmas number one. Someone's got to save Africa by Christmas. Um, uh, ne- next line kind of goes hand in hand with that one. There, the greatest gift they'll ever get this year is life. Good gift, bloody good gift. Christmas life. 90, Christmas '96. I got a PlayStation. So nah, I think life's got. I'd say, especially when you're facing the constant threat of death from famine, the gift of life very useful, very useful indeed. If I was dying and someone said, you want a PlayStation or the gift of life? I'd go, I'll have the life, please. The perfect time to get the gift of life is when you're dying. Well, it guarantees you a year, I reckon. If you get the gift of life for Christmas, I reckon it guarantees you till next Christmas. So you got time to... Out of GTA. Well, Ma, would it? If you were dying and you took the PlayStation, you'd be dead in a couple of weeks from the famine. This buys you time. Great so, gift. Two weeks, on, two weeks on GTA, I'll take that. Mio, you get the gift of life here. Sat here. Wasted. Really, we, we've, we're probably not going to die like soon, you know, maybe. But someone in a famine, gift of life is the perfect gift. If I was in a famine and I was dying and someone said to me, you get any gift in the world, what would it be? Life would be nice. If I was on the cusp of death, life, that would be a good gift, thanks. Life. Because <laughs> he's saying that in a psyche way as well, isn't it? The greatest gift they get this year is life. But it makes no sense because you keep preaching about, oh, they're probably going to die. So why have they got the gift of life? None of it makes sense. <laughs> We're giving you money to save their lives. So if you're saying they've already got the gift of life, I don't need to give you money. Give money to Africa, fine. But write a good song. Write some good lyrics for it as well. Next line, where nothing ever grows. Not true. The AIDS virus grows quite well. There. Famously. Yeah. But but does anything anything else grow there? But one thing they don't have, no rain nor rivers flow. That is true. No, because they don't. Not in that bit. I don't know where they're talking about, really. Where specifically was the famine? I think it's like Rwanda in Ethiopia, I think. Ethiopia, of course it was. The classic famine place, Ethiopia, yeah, yeah. Rwanda was where they had the genocide. Just to make it feel more Christmassy. (laughs) Christmas without a genocide, isn't it? That's famine 101, that is. But we're at the big bit we've got there. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? They do, because I recall sending a shoebox wrapped in Christmas paper full of handy things for them every every year at school. Not just me, Nick, the whole school. Used to send it. CD. Uh, my mum would buy like toothbrushes and stuff, and I'd put little toys that I don't want anymore in there and that. Did you never do that at your school? I think it was a Catholic school thing. Yes, but we, no, we, sent, them, we sent them to Eastern Europe. We sent them to Chernobyl, to Chernobyl and Kosovo and Bosnia. Yeah, the Eastern European conflicts and... Nuclear shit. Made their own mess. Leave them to it. Ethiopians can't help it. Can't they? Can't help the weather, can they? But but yeah, no. We used to used to fill a the shoebox, but it would go to it would go to Ethiopia or wherever. Yeah, just put little things in there, little toys and stuff. I just wonder. Open the open. Oh my god, a pair of Nike Air, and then open it and be like, oh, it's a toothbrush. Well, on the toothbrush, we're going to last for really. I don't know if they're going to keep up with it really. Not if they're, they're very much a twice a day type culture. They haven't got any water. To, Imagine seeing the kid like the la- <laughs> last bit of water for the village to drink, and they turn around, and five of the kids have got toothbrushes in them and toothpaste, dipping it in, going, "Oh fucking hell, who's given that?" Oh, the fucking British, of course. Oh. They do goodness. <laughs> Here's to you. Raise a glass for everyone. Why to us? No, 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 this is all over the no, place. No, or does he mean he's being sarcastic again. again? Sarcasm again. The tone in it doesn't do sarcasm. It's not even Bono in this bit, but I'm still I'm still <laughs> imagining it being Bono. 
here's to them underneath that burning sun. Scathing. Scathing. It's not nice, is it? No, it's, re- it's really depressing. Don't like it. It's just, I think the it's one of those things again where the music saves it because it, if the music wasn't, if the music was as dour, if this had the same kind of, yeah, if this had the same rhythm of beat of like perfect day, it would be awful. Do you know what I mean? You'd be really, if it was like, but now we're at the, towards the end, feed the world, which really just gets repeated for a long time, but feed the world. It's, it's we not, should really. Not just Africa now, it's the world. I know. So, yeah. well, where we, who have we got to feed America? They don't need help with that. Two-year famine crisis solved. Get out. Done. That's that's what we all signed up to here. Now at the end, you're changing it to to, to the world. You must have thought you'd get people. There's other countries, obviously, that don't have a lot of money as well, and that people have been going, oh, why are you just banging on about Africa, Bob? So we thought, right, we'll cover ourselves. We'll say feed the world, then they can't sell. So feed the world. So if I just so is that a loophole then? So if I just feed myself on Christmas Day, I'm technically I'm on the world, so I'm technically falling under that remit. So yeah, 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 yeah. off the hook. I think we should really. We should feed the world. Although, left field idea, eh, Nick, for you? Giving them the infrastructure to feed themselves would make more sense long term than just feeding them once. Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man how to fish and he'll eat as long as there's fish. But there's no water flowing, apparently. Well, I was going to say, Nick. I was going to say, Nick, there's an old proverb you may not know, but I can see there's no need for me to do that because you clearly know it. I say give them the infrastructure to feed themselves would make more sense. But it's not as catchy, is it? You know, if it was like give them systems to make food on a consistent basis, it'll save generations. It is the only real pragmatic solution. Wouldn't really be a chart topper, would it, I don't think. <laughs> but yeah, so feed the world. Feed the world. Might bloody, might bloody well do that. That'll show you, Geldof, with your sarcasm. If I do, you, you release it and then turn around and go, you'll go, oh, did you hear you got to feed the world? Go, done it, look, check it. Oh, yeah, they've all been fed. Yeah, that'll show you for your sarcasm. Dick. Oh, Bono as well. Let them know it's Christmas time again. I think they'd be especially aware of it being Christmas because of the situation they're in, that would make you more aware that it was Christmas. Like, you know, like when you go on Facebook and you see that everyone else seems to be like out on a Friday night and you're like, I want to be out. Why does my life suck? I think that the Africans would be well aware that it's Christmas and they're not involved. Let them, let them know it's Christmas time again suggests that maybe Bob's done some like eternal sunshine and the spotless mind shit with him and like wipe it because having such a terrible Christmas and he's like, wipe the memories. <laughs> And now he's that'd be oh, ideal. It's not a lot. That's not a long term solution. We need to do something. We need to get them. I feel like we should get them involved in Christmas. So let's make them remember it again. Yeah, that's why there's no reason to be afraid because you won't remember it. Should we do something unconventional, Nick? Should we have a listen to Dizzy's rap? We might as well, aren't we? From Band Aid Twenty. You're tired for the deprived If the table's turned, would you survive? Here's to them underneath that dunning sun You ain't gotta feel guilt, just selfless Give a little help to the helpless Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Well, to dissect some of the, the lyrics on that glorious, glorious rap from Mr. Dizzy Rascal himself What's the first line, Nick? 
spare a thought this yuletide for the deprived. If the tables turned, would you survive? The most generally, genuinely heartfelt bit of any version of this song, I think. Genuinely, Dizzy is a man who's clearly struggled in his life. You know, not, not in the same way as these lads, but he's... <laughs> these he's lads. Nothing, <laughs> and he's, he's the lads, the African lads. <laughs> the African all lads. Of Africa. And women, sexist. He's, don't, don't... My fa famine is... <laughs> uh, famine is open to all genders. Famine does not discriminate on genders. Famine would be one of the um, Post Malone's whores that he'd send back to the agency, I think. And yeah. famine. Like someone's all on to. <laughs> Dizzy's obviously been tasked with coming up with a little short rap to add to it. And genu genuinely nice. Genuinely doesn't feel patronising. Yeah, he didn't want to say Christmas again. Went for Yuletide. Yeah, I thought I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to say that again. Oh, what's the next one? If the table was turned, would you survive? No, absolutely not, actually. I mean, it depends. Me now, if suddenly I was plunged into a famine, would absolutely die very quickly. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I'm not I mean, equipped to cope for that. It's like if we were suddenly plunged into a war, I'd be off. I'd take the risk of being locked up, yeah. Or I'd do the old um, conscientious objector. <laughs> Same with when people say, what, how, what, would you do, what would you do if there was a zombie outbreak? I'd be like, die. I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely die. I'd be the first one gone. I'd be the Depends. Are they slow zombies or are they fast oh zombies? Might die. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the, that's the question. You need. Yeah. I have a go at Dizzy's lyrics there because they are more sincere, but kind of a futile point, really, isn't it? If they would, would you survive? Like no, but they're not. <laughs> Crucially, they're not. Yeah. So I can reflect on it. You don't, again, it's one, of, it's one of those things that you don't have to tell me again. Where it's one of those patronizing things a bit where they go, oh, if you if the turn tables, would you survive? They're expecting me to go, actually, yeah, I'd be fine like a dick, but I'd go, no, I wouldn't. I'd die. And that's why I do have sympathy for them. I didn't need this song. <laughs> I already had. I already knew famine was pretty bad. And I, if I had the money, g give me some policy documents to sign that we give some money to Africa to build them some infrastructures. I'll do it. But I'll give you some money if you want it. But don't need this patronizing song. Thank you. I already they knew. Don't, they don't want to. Do you think anyone didn't? Do you reckon this song convinced anyone? Do you reckon there was people in England going like, "Oh, it's these myths about Africa." I've heard it. The streets are paved with gold over there. And then they released it and went. I get up, but saying I am shocked. Apparently, apparently, it's not all easy living in Ethiopia. Apparently, it's not all gold and whores and and liquor and you know good times. Apparently, yes. all starving. You're joking. All starving. All starving. Apparently, no water. No water. How do they make all the the booze they drink? They don't. No booze. No booze. Ooh, that would really make an English person's core. Shay wouldn't know. They've got no way to make booze. No booze. Hang on. You better ring the estate agent and cancel the sale. Right. I'm going to uh, donate some money then. I was going to give it to my kids, but apparently they're all dying. God, I'm glad Geldof pointed it out to me. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't have even got the message if he hadn't been really patronizing and sarcastic. So I'm glad for it. Good. Yeah. Good lad, Geldof. You Good lad. Yeah. Good lad. Are they giving much money? Um, didn't ask. Uh, concentrating on the song. I think. Yeah, yeah. But uh, are they campaigning the government to get stuff done? Well, or are they getting every English person to spend two pound on a CD? But yeah, just a futile point, I think. And then what's the next dizzy one? You ain't got to feel guilt, just selfless. Give a little help to the helpless. Now, I can't get my head. I imagine that the original lyric. I wonder if. On the first draft, it was give a little hope to the hopeless. 
It's like, give a little hope. That's great. Don't call them hopeless. He said, he said hopeless. Hope, he said hope to hopeless. And, and Paul McCartney went, sided off. He went, you right, Dizzy? Yeah, all right, Paul. I don't want to tell right. you how to suck eggs. I don't want to tell you how to suck eggs. I don't want to tell you how to suck eggs. I don't want to tell you how to suck eggs. I don't want to tell you how to suck eggs. I don't want to tell you how to suck eggs. I don't want to tell you Always been a fan. <laughs> Always been a fan of that. I thought you were just here to do the bass. Oh, just what? I'm just background. Background. I'm not here. Pretend I'm not here. But I think the word helps. Just you know, I just always preferred it in songs. That's all. Right, well, look, yeah. He doesn't change it. He goes. I am kind. I don't want to. I don't want to say this, but I am kind of your boss. I don't want to. <laughs> if if you had a line manager, obviously you don't. But if you did have a line manager here. It would be me. So could we just maybe just make that amendment? I mean, he's like, you know, I mean, you've written, don't get me wrong. You know, he's just a rascal, dizzy rascal. Great lyric. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But yeah, I wouldn't like, you know, you know, a little line that, you know, um, a little help from my friends, something like that. So, you know, iconic lines. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, something like that. Just thinking about that. Just thinking about, didn't John write that one? Fuck off. If you've enjoyed the show, then please like, rate, review and follow to help push us up the charts. Get in touch with us at any of the links in the episode description or email liquorandlyrics at gmail.com. But no, that, that's the that's the end of the song. We've done it all. We've done Dizzy's bit. That's it. We did it. Lovely. One Christmas, one of the first festive period. Shall we spin well, the... Uh... One, I'm feeling very festive right now. I'm, I'm gonna go and I'm a little bit bummed out, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm hoping whatever the wheel brings us for next week will be a little bit more upliftingly cheery for Christmas. This at Christmas. They should have no. released it in like May or June or something. Spin the Christmas tinselly wheel of tinsel Christmas mayhem. Well, it is. It is more upbeat, actually. I'm glad. It's Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louie, or as I referred to it earlier today, Up the Cavalry, which sounds like a, a sort of wartime carry-on film. <laughs> oh, Up the Cavalry. And crucially, not a Christmas song, technically, so great. Well, I mean, it is, but as we'll find out next week. We will indeed. Right, this has been Liquor and in the first of our festive Yuletide Christmas. Say goodbye to everybody, Dan. Goodbye. I was going to do ho, 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 but I didn't. And then it just started turning to me going no. goodbye in that voice. Yeah. No, yeah, so goodbye. <laughs> very, very, very Matt Berry. I like it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>